Hello, and welcome to The Marvel Virgin, a podcast all about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Paul, and I'm a Marvel Virgin. And my name is Kaylee, and I'm a Marvel whore. For each episode, Paul is watching a Marvel movie or TV series for the very first time, and with my help, we'll be delving into the good and not-so-good aspects of the MCU, and navigating the secrets and intricacies of this big and complex universe. If you'd like to send in any questions, comments, factoids, or even if you'd like to correct anything we've said, after all, we're not perfect, then you can tweet us at the Marvel Virgin. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the show. Okay, let's do this. Let's talk about Hellstrom. Let's talk about the hell of Hellstrom. It's sad, isn't it? Did you... Did you... I think it was going to be good from the description because I thought I thought it could be like you know we've had lots of things in the MCU we've had aliens we've had witches we've had gods um and then when they when it said on there oh this is about demons I was like oh different demons that's cool <laughs> what could, what kind of interesting spin on demons could they possibly do and there was no interesting spin on demons. You don't even see a demon. No, it's weird. They're always inhabiting human bodies at the time, aren't they? I know. Like the budget for this must have been dire because they can't even create an actual demon. It's just people look at basically people get possessed and then hair goes over their face and, and that's it. Differently. I don't know. I just I when it originally came out, I really wanted it to be good because I was like, oh, it sounds like it has like children, serial killer powers darkness demons i was like all of these boxes are being ticked love me some horror mm. and then watched a little bit and it's hulu as well isn't it so i was like oh it's you know hulu they know what they're doing they make a good show mm. but they also make very bad shows apparently like this is just such a bad show <laughs> apparently so apparently so would you say it's better or worse than inhumans i think it might be worse you know I agree. I hated this so much. Like, Inhumans was objectively bad. But I wouldn't say that I hated it. <laughs> and it was, like, kind of hilariously bad. Whereas this is just, like, so, like the, I know cinematography is not a big thing we talk about, but it's just so dark and dreary looking. I could barely make out what was going on. I, was like, I couldn't see a thing. I'm like, I get that it's demons and it's meant to be dark. But surely demons have eyes and need some light in order to see who they're attacking at some point. Because it was so dark. I Like, not dark as in tone. Dark as in, you couldn't see a fucking thing. You literally get it's like a battle in Game of Thrones where you were like, just light some flames, guys. I can't see you. Or try daylight. Daylight's great. Just, no. yeah. Like, it, someone needed to talk to about the lighting and the, the mood colour was just one mood. It was probably just like dark blue Dulux. It was, across it was the whole like, um, oh my god, what did that? It was the Harry Potter film. Remember they just got bluer and bluer and bluer as they went along until you were like, what? How many blue filters are on the lens right now? I can't it, hit, see it. it hit blue because all the teenagers watching it um, hit their goth phase. Yeah. So they were like, oh, this is cool now. And this is very much that, isn't it? It's even got like, oh, look, look, flames. Flames is a big thing. I remember one bit, I was just like, well, everything's on fire and I just don't care. <laughs> I should be more excited by this. <laughs> That's the thing. It's just, it, it, it has a plot. It has a concept behind it. And yet you're just not remotely excited at any point 
during this whole thing. And going back to the, I compare it to Inhumans because again, Inhumans was like a one season thing that very famously bombed completely. Um, but Inhumans had this kind of, it, you can watch it for like the campiness of it mm. and kind of laugh at it because it feels like it's been written by a child. I keep thinking of the bit where, um, who's the main, who's the name of the main villain? The guy who's in Game of Thrones. Can't remember the character's it's name. Rams- Ramsey Bolton, let's say Ramsey Bolton. And the younger girl in it is like, all hail him. And it goes, King. And then she turns around and goes, of no one. <laughs> <laughs> and I I was just I was just applauding the absolute, like the absolute goal of the writers to like there must have been a team of writers. They can't have just been one person, but there was a team of them who all went. That's it. That's the that's that that is a great line. That's gonna that's gonna hit like the red wedding. That is, so but Hellstrom didn't had nothing of that. <laughs> it, was so, no. it was so serious. It's so it's like a horror show that's not scary at all. I I, I just I think there's so many good horror series nowadays, isn't there? Really, but mm. like all those haunt the hauntings of Hill Houses and Fly Manors and American Midnight. Horror Story. Yeah, Midnight Master, if you saw that, like all these great horror shows. And you want, I wanted that from this. And I got, mm. you know, it was like, a, who makes those awful, I'm so mean, not, what's it called? The Archie Comics show, that that awful show on Netflix, Riverdale. Oh, Riverdale. Oh, yeah. It felt like it wanted to be Riverdale, but it was really not going to be Riverdale because it was pretty terrible, you know? That's the thing, because um, there, there's probably room in the MCU for like a series that is um, more horror based. Um, oh my god, you know, like, they, there isn't. They don't have that. They have violence in like the um, the in, you know like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all those kinds of ones, but they're not really horror. There's very they're very thriller, crime, film noir kind of violence, aren't they? Whereas they they could have gone a full horror thing, but I think they really needed to like camp it up. Like they mm-hmm. needed to. They needed to, they needed like to Ryan Murphy it completely they so were, that there was Elizabeth that degree Hurley. of fun in it, but also horror because horror is camp at the end of the day. And yeah, most of the time. Yeah, most of the time it is. Like good horror is camp. You watch the others and everyone impersonates Nicole Kidman, like with that lamp, being like, Where is my daughter? Where is my daughter? Oh, I don't know why I gave her an American accent there, but there we go. And <laughs> That's just um, how you act, just fine. <laughs> it's just it. And at the end, you've got like the actual residents of the house doing a Ouija board and all that sort of thing. It's just mad. And um, and that's what you need. And I felt like they either, either you know, give it the American Horror Story treatment or like the exorcist treatment, where it's like vomit on the walls, crucifix up the vagina, kind of really crude stuff. Um, I mean, yeah. But I no, just... they tried to make it really sleek. And cool. Well, even even if they went like down the Stranger Things route, I wouldn't have even minded that. To be honest, I don't that would have been cool. Then you know the seasons after one. I think one was a very tight, well done season. To be honest, but mm. something like that. And, and also the comic book, obviously, it's a comic book is not all blue and dreary. It's like fun. It's oh, is more, it? It's quite vibrant colors. Yeah, so I feel like that feels like a mistake that they makes it gone... even worse that they did it like this yeah they could have gone down the hellboy route or something i don't know just... oh the hellboy route that was the thing i think we just needed to see the demons 
We needed to see these things. What, we like, did. what do I, they look I like? I don't understand. Yeah, you could have had so much fun with that. Having demons not inside human bodies. I know it's easier to be like, oh, look, they're acting twice. Oh, it's, it's, it's very... um. But they could have done it more like Buffy. You know, where their faces change. They go all gnarly or something. I don't yeah. Know. Well, anyone can do that. Like, I can be like, blah, 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 blah. And then suddenly I'm possessed by a demon. And I'm like, you're going to die in seven days. Like, you know, that's that's like basic <laughs> acting, really, isn't it? I don't know. Just, I've not done any acting want. course in my life. I just I, I just think that, I feel like that's quite easy. <laughs> You've done any acting, but you just turned into a demon before my eyes. Literally, like, uh, it's a shame that I, we don't put the video of this because you would have seen the horns come out and my face crazy. went completely white. I looked <laughs> like that guy in that guy in Hellraiser with all the pins in his head. That's what mm, I looked like. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. <laughs> it's one of Chris's favourites. <laughs> I've never even seen it. I've just seen the clips of that. <laughs> I've not seen it either, but he talks about it all the time. And I was like, I mean, this means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. So I just think it's not good. It's it's genuinely very bad. Would have preferred mm. to watch anything that we've not liked again. The, the, and the characters were just so uninteresting. It was um, one of those things again where they they have to throw in a flashback episode every now and then. And I'm like, I don't, I really don't want a flashback episode. When it came, I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> just carry on with the story. We don't want to go into your brain. It's very like one note characters. They all felt like tropes lifted from other stories like mm. they fundamentally weren't it wasn't the worst idea like I like the idea that the brother and sister didn't really like each other very much um <laughs> and they were both a bit kind of sardonic and cynical and sassy with each other and I think that that kind of like the only other brother and sister kind of superhero combo we've had was maybe Wanda and Pietro and he died within the film so um it was be fun to have a slightly more fun, like more wisecracking kind of dynamic, more of a uh, a Brendan Fraser, Rachel Vice kind of dynamic. Oh, between. I don't tease me. I just want someone to make because, as we all know, that is the greatest romance in all of cinematic history. It is. I don't understand why no one can just give us another The Mummy vibe. I Move aside Humphrey so Bogart and Ingrid Bergman. That is romance. That The Mummy is. is romance. That's... I don't know if you're being sarcastic, but it is. I'm not. <laughs> I love that in the second film they're still married and it's not that whole oh they're broken up and they've got to get back together I'm like no they're legitimately good and we all like it they respect they each other they're married they have a son with a transatlantic accent and you know and they've got some massive mansion inexplicably even though she's a librarian and he's a nomadic explorer it's because they were like oh Larry it's worse for Lara Croft let's give it to these guys <laughs> no, oh yeah Lara Croft was big back then yeah they picked up all that gold when they were in Egypt. I assumed that's how they got the money. Oh, yes. Sorry, yes. Oh, how could I forget? I've seen that film about 57 times. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, they all have Egyptian pasts. I don't know how we've got onto this, but... No, I'm... yeah, but, like, it's just as a... as this Guys, guys, writers out there, this is the standard you need to work towards. We want the mummy. We want it back. <laughs> but if you're thinking of the, the, brother, the brother, Jonathan, and the sister, you want something more like that? Oh no, I was thinking of Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weiss. <laughs> I know what? like not married couple, but like the kind of um, snarky banter that they have throughout, really? even when they're married, it still kind of continues a little bit and that sort of thing. I don't want John Hanna. He's silly in those films. He's fun, he's but he's so, too silly. He's very posh in those films, very silly, but yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's reading the book and he gets annoyed. At... Yeah, I love, I love their vibes. You know, people call him a 
Brendan Fraser a himbo in those films. He is he is quite a himbo, isn't he? People post pictures of the entire cast of that film, and like bisexual people are like, I would bang every single member of this cast. And I'm like, I don't blame you. Everyone's very sexy in that, aren't they? they they're are. not actually like most of them are quite fully dressed most of the time. Um, but they're all very sexy. They are. It's just that they they've got that weird magnetism to them. They don't need to show flesh. They're just a lot of eyeliner, and it's to be exactly. funny. Rick's ensemble is like my dream man. On so I keep being like Chris. Maybe you should dress as like, I don't know a pilot from that era. Looks good. <laughs> neckerchief, some- a blue neckerchief. Great, yeah. There's <laughs> a little button open or two with flounce in there. No, he is definitely yeah. <laughs> One day. Um, but yeah, Hellstrom <laughs> is nothing like that. <laughs> Tragically, it's the opposite. If it's the book of the dead, to the book of the life. <laughs> oh, ouch. That's a weird zinger. <laughs> Shall we like go through some plot and get this done and over with and complain about it as we go along? It sounds like a fun way to do it. Let's do it. So the Hellstrom. Oh, I forgot to mention. Um, this is our 50th full length episode. You forget that that's a huge deal i know but i was just so caught up in how much i disliked hellstrom that i just forgot <laughs> to mention that one but yeah Aww. it'll say 51 on apple podcast but that's because our first episode was the 15 minute the episode zero so uh, this is our 50th canonical full-length episode oh we should have got cake and all sorts i've got a bottle of water i've got water we could raise a water let's raise drink. raise our bottles of water Oh, we got a glass. We got a tankard of water. Nine. <laughs> That's how I do it. Goodness me! And we'll raise that to our fiftieth episode. I can't believe we've done fifty episodes. And yet, still, we continue because there's never an end to Marvel, really. There isn't. There really is not. <laughs> I've looked at what's coming up in the future, and there really isn't. They planned it all out. <laughs> there's so many phases. I saw a meme today. It was like, "How to the Rescue Cinema." Just put a Marvel logo on every film and like a weird post credit scene on the end of everything. And they'll all be like, how does this relate to this film? And oh, what, what Easter eggs are in here? And it will be like the favourite two, but it will be in Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, it's the easiest marketing ploy in the world, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right, so Hellstrom. The Hellstroms of the title are Damon and Anna Hellstrom. They're siblings. Um, Damon is a college professor who seeks out demons or demonically possessed people, and he has demonic powers. Um, it's clever how his name is like demon almost, isn't it? You know, and once again, these writers, they are <laughs> subtle. They are so subtle. It blew my mind. I was like, no, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I, I did like the scene where he was introduced and he was asked to like, exercise this child that's under the bed and it turns out the child's just pretending because he's a dipshit I did <laughs> think that was quite funny I felt like they needed more of that sort of they, that's well what yeah. of, amongst the many things they needed was that kind of slightly more subversive like amusing aspect of it um yeah. I thought that was fun um Anna meanwhile is an antiques dealer she's psychic or something and she uses these powers to find baddies she's like a psychic vigilante kind of person she goes off and kills murderers she does doesn't she um because she's a bit like dexter in that way and she's got a very severe haircut she does she looks like she goes to tony and guy 
Oh my god, she does look like she goes to Tony and Guy. That's she's like she... the poster girl of Tony and Guy, isn't she? She is, yeah. And if you've got that haircut on your head, you would look terrible. Yeah, exactly. It looks good on a Tony and Guy model because you don't see their body. But when yeah. you see it on a full-bodied person, it's just not that great. No, um, you're like, what? Maybe she's called Anna. She's named after Anna Wintour. She's got Anna maybe. Um, their mother, Victoria, is in a mental health hospital, um, which looks like the most miserable mental health hospital I've ever seen in my life. I don't know why anyone would work there. Um <laughs> Because she's possessed by an evil demon named Mother, because she's a mother. Um, or later on, it's identified as Cathara. This was another thing. The demons kept changing their names. And because you never saw the demons, every now and then it'd be like, oh, I wasn't Behemoth. I was Magaroth. And I'm like, I don't care. I never saw the demons, so I don't know, do I? You can just make this up. Yeah, they could just be a different demon. Exactly. They, yeah, they okay. could, yeah. I agree. They should have shown the demons. Even if it was like when you looked in the mirror, you saw someone different looking at the reflection or something. I don't know. And and the demons kept changing their names themselves. She was like Mother, and she was Cathara, and someone was the father or Vesara or Magoth or Deirdre or something like that. I like it just and it just got really confusing about who was possessed by who, what name they were going under. Um and it yeah, it just wasn't clear at all, really. Um, I was going to how you felt about his depictions of mental health in this series yeah like again it just depicted it as if everyone who has a mental health problem is possessed by a demon which Um, is problematic in many ways (laughs) it was very the, the, the whole mental health hospital they were in it was like one flew over the cuckoo's nest combined with american horror story asylum like yeah. I expected Jessica Lang and a nun outfit to come walking in. The person who owned it even had like the big mahogany desk in the massive fireplace. Then they go into the corridor and it's like, you know, Angela Jolie is in it in the changeling. You know, she's been hosed <laughs> down against the wall or something. And I'm like, th- th- these places I don't think have actually existed since like the 1960s. <laughs> no, Stacey Julie did a documentary wish written when it's just like a normal, it's like a canteen and it's, you know bedrooms it's, just it's, it's a home it's yeah well I, I like to think so anyway but um yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think it's designed like this at all no and then we also have the suicidal aspects of the series as well like how did that sit with you like how did you find it yeah it was all just badly thought out that mm. um yeah I, I don't have much else to say on it other than they just the, 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 I feel like they just didn't really think about how people are reassessing how mental health is presented in no, kind of what I was going to say it's like it felt very I don't know 90s almost in its depictions of it whereas nowadays it would be so much more nuanced yeah you know, the 90s had a bit of a glamorization of sort of misery and depression and self-harm and things like that and very girl um, interrupted yeah yeah very girl interrupted um and it was all very fashionable to be like that um with that kind of goth emo kind of um Mm. vibe that was going through that time um obviously real mental health doesn't present itself exactly and it might do but not always so no did you notice that the um the actor who plays their mum is called elizabeth marvel I did, yeah. I was like, oh, I like- oh, oh no. It was also a bit confusing. So I was like, oh, maybe she's one of the. Mo- oh no, she's not. That's the actress's name. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was confusing. 
She was in House of Cards. She was good mm. in House of Cards. Yeah, yeah, I've never watched House of Cards. Mm, I wouldn't recommend it now. It's a bit. Mm. It's kind of been tainted for me. I don't been think tainted I big time. Yeah, it, it <laughs> yeah. was basically carried by that one central actor's performance, and now. Mm. Mm. Came tumbling down a bit like a house of cards. Yeah. Yes. So Victoria, their mother, is possessed by an evil demon. Damon wants to try and cure her, but he doesn't seem to have much success in it. Anna couldn't really care less about her and is a bit estranged from her. Um, Their father is also a serial killer Satanist um, who they think is dead. Um, So, yeah, go off, Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're not too screwed up about that, I must admit. (laughs) <laughs> no, they, they've taken it in their stride, I suppose. They talk about it very matter-of-factly. Um, and there's no real examination of, like, the sort of social effects of that. Like, oh, you're that person whose father... Oh, my goodness. Like, you know. No, you're right. It could have gone down the whole... Oh, my God, what's that film called? Tilda Swinton with her little boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to talk about Kevin. Yeah. Yes. It could have gone down that sort of vibe where, like, looking at how they're treated by others and... The whole family gets condemned in something like this, including mm. children sometimes. Or the children kind of get treated like zoo animals, like people want to see them in the press and that sort of thing, and just to sort of stare at them. And um, yeah. I wonder so was, if the seed will out and all that malarkey. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, so it all just felt like it was just a personality point for them. Like they're dark because their father was a satanic serial killer. Woo! <laughs> yes. Um, some of the other characters are Louise Hastings. She's the head of the psychiatric hospital. Her personality point is that she's dying of cancer. Yeah. I don't really know what else she contributed to the series, quite frankly. No, no, you say it. That's a very good description of her personality. Um, there's Gabriella Rossetti, who Wikipedia describes her as a Vatican agent, like, like the Vatican has an MI6 or something. Um, I was like, I think she's just a nun that the Vatican likes to send no, places. she's a Vatican agent. I read that too, and it made me laugh so much, because I was like, she's a nun, guys. But The Vatican have agents? I guess technically they are agents of, like, the Vatican, or, like, ambassadors for the Vatican, maybe. Yeah, I, I get that's a, That's a better word for ambassadors, but... It, like you yeah <laughs> i guess if a vatican agent is like oh the vatican sends them out to to feel the power of christ compels you that sort of vibe you know? yeah yeah i guess they're, they're they're the um the emergency services of the vatican yeah. you call um dial you, exorcist 800 oh, <laughs> no dial ixixix that's 999 <laughs> in Roman numerals. Very, very good. I like that. <laughs> and then yeah. and then you don't get the police hospital or fire brigade, you just get an exorcism. I remember there was a documentary about exorcisms in the UK. I watched mm. it as a kid, and the only thing I remember was that they had to send the child to Shrewsbury to be exorcised. Shrewsbury? Yeah. I can't pinpoint that on a map. I know it's sort of I want to say. West. Is it West? I'm going to look it up right now. 
Where the that, hell is Shrewsbury? Why should maybe because no one knows where it is, so you can't find maybe. this child that's being abused. I know it was so weird. I just remember, and then my dad and my mum would always make it was like a big joke, like, "Well, I'll send you to Shrewsbury if you carry on like this." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's about as close to Wales as you can get, just oh, past yeah. Birmingham, basically. Yeah, it is west. <laughs> it is. It's exactly there. Yeah. <laughs> vague of me but i suppose if i headed west then i would end up there eventually south of chester yeah so there we go there well that, if you if you want to go see an exorcism go to shrewsbury guys <laughs> um this vatican agent um she works with <laughs> she works with damon um she's a skeptic at first about demon things but then she totally isn't because she sees demon things happening well she um, sees people saying they're demons yeah yeah basically she's <laughs> and she's like oh your name is demon damon get it mm. clever um there's this guy called the caretaker who's friends with anna he also helps run a facility called the blood where they keep demonically possessed people in comas so that if they so that the demon kind of stays comatose within them um which in the Ghostbusters, the trap that you put all the, the yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, just a place to store them, basically. Mm. Gabriella is horrified by this. I'm a bit like it's quite a humane way of dealing with it, in a way. Um, don't know. Gabriella's big thing is that she's usually horrified by most things, so isn't it? That's her vibe. I suppose so. Yeah, but I would assume she'd be pro it because the alternative would be like an assisted dying kind of situation, but she as a Catholic would be against that. So surely she'd be like, well, you're preserving life. Maybe she's very much like, let's, let's um, just chuck some holy water on them and see what happens. <laughs> Bless some water and for like the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the other character, the other main character is Chris Yen, who's a colleague of Anna's. He is a homosexual. I actually liked him, not just because he's a homosexual, but I thought he was at least, you know, well, he was very, very stereotypical homosexual sidekick kind of guy. He's a bit sassy, basically. And he got a good haircut. Yes, um, he did have a good haircut. It's interesting. Everyone had very unique hair, actually, in this series. Hmm. Hmm. They did. It's a shame the lighting was so dark. You could barely see it sometimes. No, but silhouetted against a flickering flame. Why many flames um an employee at the psychiatric hospital goes missing and he is involved in a raid of a mysterious tomb because apparently you get these mysterious tombs um <laughs> in northeastern america um, and they can only be like a hundred years old really <laughs> yeah i know yeah because it's ancient tomb from 1923 Woo. oh we found an iphone in it <laughs> It's a really old one. Oh my Ooh. god, it's so old, and all the English people are like, "I'm sorry, do you do you live in a castle from 1453?" No, okay, fine. <laughs> we can't even change our houses because the shutters are originals. We're literally we have we have planning deeds from this current house from 1906. I don't really. That's a lie. But like we're we're tied in by Victorian and Edwardian architecture here. <laughs> oh, it's the way we are as well. Actually, I think this whole street's very. It's got our, our number. We're like 1903, this house was built. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the building I live in was probably built around that time. Yeah. 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 Um, take that, American tombs. Yeah, take that. Yeah, and no, these are still new builds. 
uh, Anna goes looking at the tomb and there's a skeleton in there and she takes the skull of the skeleton as one does. It feels um, like a mistake. She's not watched any Indiana Jones films. I know, I'm like, that's it. Take the skull. Like, no, don't, don't take the femur, don't take the pelvis, take the fucking skull. Yeah, it's always a bad idea. And just don't in, disturb bones. Yeah, yeah, don't just don't do it, don't do it, love. Don't do it. Um, the skull inevitably starts taking possession of her colleague Christian. So he starts becoming kind of like entranced by the skull. Um, and yeah, that was happening. And that was and a plot point. Damon and Anna, they realize that their father is back from the dead after several sort of demonic attacks and fights and arguments and things like that. Um, and he's taking demonic possession of people. So they're like, we have to stop him because he's bad and he's a serial killer Satanist. Yeah, no sort of exploration of why he would be a serial killer Satanist, really. Um, no. It just is. And that's, they, these people just exist and that's it. And I'm like, maybe you could have like explored, because Satanism is, is a thing that some people like dabble in. Maybe you could explore what that's all about. I don't know much about it, really. Not that I'm thinking of dabbling in it. It doesn't sound like much fun, but. Like, I commissioned someone to write about the satanic temple and ironically it was very like progressive um they're very into science and you know the irony of that I know yeah they're like you know we just believe like you know evolution was a thing and this happened and we're, they're very pro like sending money to people who are trying to get abortions and stuff so basically when when super religious people are like science is satanism evolution is satanism homosexuality kind of is satanism right. we're all just like well yeah <laughs> and it's not that bad actually <laughs> we'll take it it's fine <laughs> none of these pentagrams that feels like you know the flip side of religion to be it, honest. the christians weren't lying <laughs> just misconstrued as being a bad thing i feel like sorry to interject mm. i feel like if netflix had got their hands on this it would have been better yeah yeah i think so they would have put a bit more into the characters and given them just yeah just there would have been more going on it didn't feel like there was a lot happening in it it was all kind of just drifting along things happen but I, it, none of it feels like it's part of a bigger picture mm. you know what I mean like every fight I was like you could have edited that out you could have made this three episodes and still had piece pretty much the whole plot in it um it's so true yeah I just I just feel like you're talking about like we wouldn't get to explore the dad and stuff like looking at daredevil they handled they didn't love them, but they handled their flashbacks very well, I felt. Mm. Um, and you probably would have needed sort of that sort of deafness with looking back. Absolutely. Yeah, you needed that. You, I don't think you even see the dad. You get some flashbacks of when they're children and um, things happen there. But I wonder if they were trying to hold back a bit for like a second series and then maybe they held back just too much. And I think um, maybe that's it, yeah. Mm. They should have blown the load on this <laughs> and then uh. they're gonna get a second series. I don't know they should just people should stop assuming that they're going to get a second series they should just meet like look at Bridgerton series one yeah up with a boat we even found out who Mrs you know Lady Whistledown was yeah and it wasn't Julie Andrews and I'm still furious about that <laughs> I still think she should have removed her hood and just be like it is actually me guys surprise <laughs> yeah i would have enjoyed that too but you know what i mean like it was tied up enough that it was it felt like a good standalone but because of that people mm. wanted more yeah yeah exactly yeah absolutely um 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Netflix would have, um, yeah, handled it better. Maybe had some more characters and maybe introduced characters a bit later on. Because sometimes they don't introduce everyone straight away. They wait a couple mm-hmm. of episodes and um, yeah, just let everything kind of breathe and let the audience digest it and stuff. So, and it yeah. might have been good having it linked to some other Marvel titles because they could that have linked it, it in. I, yeah. I kept checking to see, I was like, is this an MCU series? Have I got this completely wrong? And it does mm. say that it is part of the MCU, and but it has absolutely no connection to anything else. No. Um, and you are looking for that. I mean, there's I, I looked up some trivia and there are some very, very tiny little snippets like the Sokovia Accords are mentioned in a newspaper that's briefly seen at one point. Yeah. Um, Roxxon Corporation from Cloak and Dagger is in the background at one point. Um, but no connections like, um, like even Jessica Jones and Daredevil make a reference to um, like the incident, um, which, which is in event, the first Avengers film. Um and you need that, I think, because people who are watching it, if you're watching the TV series, you're going to have seen the films. Mm, it's yeah, so true. Really. And I guess the thing with the Netflix ones, I know they're not as connected to the films, but they're all connected to each other. So they all cross over mm. in different ways. So if you'd had it on one of those platforms, you could have had, I don't know, those guys just wandering in every now and then. It would have made it feel a bit more mm. coherent because it just, yeah, like you say, it felt very insider. So you sort of forgot that it was MCU. It just, it just felt like a really bad Buffy knockoff. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, excuse me, I agree. Um, the, they discover that the skull can help defeat him. There's also a dagger broken in two parts somewhere that can do it. I got lost here. I was like, I, I also, I was spending half of this looking at my phone and just had it on in the background because I, I was like, I'm not engaged. <laughs> but the skull and the dagger can help him out. And that's nice. And that's very Indiana Jones again. Mm, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artifacts and things. Mm. Um, the demon possession possessing Victoria gets pushed out. She ends up in Gabriella. And then another demon takes over Damon. And they have sex. And then Gabriella is then pregnant. And it's a super, super, super quick pregnancy. Can you imagine? Can you imagine such a thing? No, I can't. It does happen a fair bit in the MCU comics, to be fair. Oh, does it? For super yeah. fast pregnancies? <laughs> yeah, because no, they're like super babies. They grow really quickly. I don't know why. But um, I guess the same is true of, of demon babies. It happens in um, soap operas, <laughs> I find. People are pregnant for like four months or, uh, or they, or they organise an entire wedding in two months. Yes. Or less <laughs> sometimes. They're just like, oh, it's done tomorrow. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, because she is pregnant with Kathara, the demon that was possessing Victoria, and because Kathara is like rebirthing herself through Gabriella or yeah. something like that, basically. Um, she's like that um, big skin thing in Doctor Who going, moisturize me. She's Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't stare. Look how thin I am. One of Zoe Wanamaker's greatest roles, surely. She's only got like four roles <laughs> in her entire life. She's yeah, I know. <laughs> um, the dagger needed to kill the big bad demons is in two parts. They can't put it together, but it turns out that Chris Yen has become the keeper. I'm shrugging. I mean, it's, I'm like, 
okay, the keeper. Ooh, capital letters. Um, and, yeah, like proper nouns for names. I don't understand it, but I know do. you're like he's the keeper. I'm like, okay, I'm, like <laughs> no one's gonna be like, how corny is that in this? I'm gonna be the one who's gonna be like the keeper, fucking keeper. What? Um, <laughs> so, but he's the one who knows how to put the dagger together or something. So he does it. And yay, they use it to kill the demons. And boom. La, 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 la. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whistle-up tour of Hellstrong. <laughs> there was an interesting scene, wasn't there, when Gabriella was possessed by the demon and she gets the demon into da- Damon, but she does it by basically coming up behind him and shoving something inside of him. And I felt there was something quite sort of, so I don't know how you how you might have felt about it, but it, it felt very kind of like sexual abusey, but rever- gender roles reversed. It's interesting because I was going to talk about like her being sexually abused because like it was like a metaphor, I guess, for I don't know loss of control of your mental faculties and people yeah. taking advantage and all that I don't know I just felt that the whole season like handles quite sensitive topics in a really like heavy-handed manner they just have them there and yeah and don't there's no exploration or thought behind it yeah it's really clumsy actually now that you've now that you've mentioned it a few times I'm like yeah gosh actually it was really problematic this whole thing is that yeah and I feel like the, the trauma like you say of watching your your body just out of your control having this baby mm. and then I mean, she's she is pretty traumatized after it all. It's that's it. It's that kind of really amateur thing of putting your characters through the ringer, but not having them deal with it. They just kind of like um, like James Bond, for example, will get like like in um, Die Another Day. um, He gets like tortured for years um, whilst Madonna's singing, and then he just kind of gets out and carries on. Like he gets sung by all those little scorpions and then he just gets on with his life, has a little sort of fight scene in North Korea and off he goes. Yeah, God, I have not thought about Die Another Day for a long time, but now I kind of I don't know watch. why that was the first one that came into my head, but I feel like that's quite a good example of that sort it's of clumsy, like, clumsy, like, yeah, put your characters through a lot, but they're fine. <laughs> Yeah, no, it is very, it's very like one stop episode almost. Like mm. it resets the board each time. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I just felt like, yeah, when it's dealing with all these big topics, it needed to be done smarter. It just needed to be smarter than it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, to add to Gabriella's traumas, she gives birth to a girl within like days. Um, the girl is also aging very quickly. This girl is Kathara, but also not, or something. I don't know. She was. She's not evil by the looks of it. Um, <laughs> and then a month later, this girl is like ten, um, and Christiane is with her. And then this strange man comes up, takes her away, and he kills lots of random people in the process. And then it ends there. And I was like, that's that's the most confusing setup for a second scene I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, what are we following? Are we following? Do they want her? back do we want to know what he wants to do with her is it the cleaning up of all these poor people who were killed 
because this cat we've out. not actually seen this character before she's just suddenly here and we're like so hang on like does she know about how she was born who's raised her why is she with him why is she with mm. this christian guy why is she not with her birth mother where the hell's her birth like what and you know you want questions but you don't want absolute confusion no, I was so glad that I wasn't uh, asked to recap the show in a sort of smart way with, <laughs> with, with theories and ideas of what. It's just a question them. mark. That was it. I literally don't know, guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I just feel like it was so true. I don't know. I know, obviously, it, it, it's based on the comics. But it feels like it borrows so much from other series and films. Like the mm. super fast growing child felt very Twilight to me. Yes, um, that does. I was like, what thing does that happen in? Twilight, thank you. There we go. It's little Renesmee. (laughs) (laughs) And she's kind of like a little demon that's good as well. I don't know. And like the nun being raped and forced to have a baby. I mean, I don't know what that reminds me of. Just the magnets. Anything exorcist-like. But but it just wasn't as inventive. Rosemary's baby, maybe? Because it's like, oh. Yeah. That's what they needed. They needed to make it like you mentioned Stranger Things. Stranger Things is like this throwback to, you know, Steven Spielberg and Stephen King kind of stuff in the 80s. They needed that kind of throwback to sort of 60s, 70s, um, like culty, um, occulty kind of horror stuff, because that was so big at the time. That was the age of, like say, Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, The Omen, the Amityville Horror, all of that stuff. They needed to inject that kind of like, campy crazy vibe into it like um like i don't know if you watched it but the new sabrina oh i've seen bits of it but yeah Yeah, i love that that does it very well and like each episode pays homage to a different horror nice and i feel like that's the kind of thing you want from this almost like Mm. but yeah like have the because it is that vibe of forcing someone to have a baby have the rosemary's baby like mm. homage and how I don't know it just needs to be smarter yeah have, if you're going to be in the horror genre like have fun with that genre yeah absolutely the horror's got to be fun I think that's yeah. what I don't like I don't like when the horror is just gore and nothing else and they're taking it all seriously it's never successful the good horror is the stuff that is just utterly bonkers and escapist like I know it's again it's very gory but the saw films are popular I think because it this this whole concept is just stupid, but it's it's kind of entertaining as well. It's yeah, it's not really that scary, I guess, but it's just a bit, it's a bit grim. But it's um, you know, the idea is the concept is brilliant, and yeah. yeah. And I saw a dream film recently, and it was like a they were very they made quite a few jokes about elevated horror and how they just want a good, good slasher film. They don't want all this elevated horror. It's ruining the genre type vibes. And they were having fun, like, because they've been quite meta. They're having fun mm. with that. Again, yeah, I feel feel like maybe the writers just didn't really know their genre, so they couldn't have fun with it or use it in the best way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they must have done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they need they, It's just, I think, like, in humans, just needed to go back to the drawing board, really. <laughs> yeah. At least in humans, we were like, I don't know. It was kind of fun to watch. This was just like, oh, what a drag! Can't even it, see what's going on. Thing. Humans didn't drag, and I was watching it and just laughing at it, like you would laugh at a bad B movie. But yeah, 
this um this was like it was only 10 episodes they weren't even an hour long but every time i had to watch another one i was just like make me i don't want to do it <laughs> i was like that too i was like i wonder if i would notice if i just lied i was like no katie you have to watch <laughs> endure it again even though you you know what i i was tempted to <laughs> But then we would have been like, Vatican agent, and we wouldn't have known she was a nun, and it would have this, been This takes me back to our time as English undergrad students, <laughs> when we haven't read the book, and we've read the Cliff Notes book of it, and we're like, yep, yep, I totally know what happened in Daniel Deronda, let me just crack my knuckles and do a presentation on it right now. Don't ask me about the uh, Christmas Carol because I may accidentally say that there's two Marley brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and when Miss Piggy was upset about her frog son's death. (laughs) And why are they just frog boys and pig girls? That's what I want to know. That's the real question. I really enjoyed the tourist rats on um, the Hispaniola. Um, I thought that they really (laughs) added to Treasure Island, you know. I don't know where Robert Louis Stevenson got that idea from. (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah I just it's just I remember it was effort the first time I didn't finish it the first time around because I watched like an episode or two I was like rubbish yeah, so yeah. it's good that I forced myself to the end this time at least you know what is what not to do if you ever come to write a series yes <laughs> that's that's the, the, yeah, every cloud <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just feel like it had potential and it annoys me. The idea things- is brilliant. The idea is brilliant. It's just yeah. the execution was shit, was piss poor. <laughs> I, was, I, I said it. that really weirdly. <laughs> it you was did. shit. Say <laughs> like you're drunk. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and I like, the, I like the character. I mean, they're all like not fleshed out enough. But I like the character ideas. Like if you mm. see them down, you're like, they sound cool. Yeah. Like, the whole thing sounded like it could be cooler than it was. And you got a really good diverse cast of both characters and actors as well. Like that's mm. pretty good. Um, it's, it's just none of them were that interesting in the end. <laughs> I think what I, you're right. What they needed, let's do the five things we think they needed. Okay. Um, One. Better aesthetic. Yes. We want to see what's more, going on. More colorful. What see what's going on? More campy, basically. Yeah. Two. See the demons. See the demons. Yeah, we need to see the de- we need to see the monsters basically. Um, yes. Three more interesting main characters. Mm, I agree. Yeah. Uh, for like have like we said like play with the genre more like push the boundaries a bit. Have fun with that. Yeah. Five sensitivity around dark subjects. Please God, yes, and and bonus points if you can link it to the mcu in any way that makes it feel like it's related that's 5.5 to- 5. <laughs> yeah 5.5 things yeah 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 that's it that's what well, it needed this tell you what this series was so boring i couldn't even find an interesting quiz about it <laughs> <laughs> i put in hellstrom quiz i put in runaways quiz and it comes up with all these personality quizzes or trivia quizzes same with agents of shield um same with jessica jones um this one absolute nothing it just had some it just had a link to their imdb trivia page would you like to hear some trivia which you may or may not know already come on then Um, (laughs) so did 
Despite being based on a Marvel comic book and being a production of Marvel television, the Marvel logo does not appear anywhere in the marketing material for the series or in the series itself. This was done in such order because Marvel television was being integrated within Marvel Studios. It was no longer a subsidiary, but rather a label company. Mm. I wonder if that changed because it was it seems to have been made during that changeover um, in where the television was all becoming Marvel Studios and not anything Netflix or Hulu at all. So maybe Mm. that they hit some snags in terms of budget and staffing and stuff like that. I'm trying to justify their failings here. I don't know if that's <laughs> that's the case. I mean, maybe. Maybe they also didn't put a label on it because they were like, we're embarrassed and we don't want to people to know it's a Marvel. <laughs> oh, here we go. We talked about um, Damon's name being like Demon. Anna, his sister, is actually short for Satana, Satana. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, I, I did say that. I forgot. I was sitting there when you were saying Anna. I was like, I know this is linked to something, but what? Why is it also a spooky name? They were like, Damon. Damon's just just that little bit of subtlety. You know, you need just a subtle name. If we put Satana in there, then you know all the subtlety is taken away. Satana, Sotana. Who wants to say? <laughs> uh, the asylum used the same is same one in an episode of Supernatural. And in a season of Arrow, which I've never, I've never seen either of those. So I haven't, but Chris is a huge fan of Supernatural because it's about two brothers fighting demons. And I'm so, aren't there like a thousand million episodes of this series? Oh, oh there are. Me and him had this big fight because I said Buffy was better and Supernatural is just this lame thing that's popped up to take its place. Oh, you're and a brave girl. You're a very brave girl, you aren't you? I, I am, yeah. Um, and he's since come around. Bye, right, Queen. Ah. <laughs> I like screw this. No, we're not going to do this. Um, it just—it's just like oh, it, it has no fun. I've watched bits of it, and I'm like, no. It was oh, so this was supposed to be also made along with a Ghost Rider series, uh, but the Ghost Rider series is no more due to the failing of this series, basically. <laughs> I think a Ghost Rider series could be quite fun, to be honest. That could be so much more mental, yeah. Yeah, just popping around, hopping into different bodies and all sorts. It'd be great. Mm. What did did it get on Rotten Tomatoes? We love that. I kind of know. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, yeah, let's look at Rotten Tomatoes. Hang on, I'm just checking the rest of the the trivia, just in case. Um, Oh, Damon Hellstrom later marries Patsy Walker. Oh, did you know that? I didn't know that. Didn't that's interesting. Mm. Yeah, I see it because she's Hellcat, isn't she? Yeah, totally. Right here we go. Okay, so this Wikipedia. I don't know why they didn't call her Patsy so much. So they go Mabel Trish, and I quite I quite like Patsy. Patsy. Oh yeah, her name's Trish. Yeah, they called her Patsy Walker in that fact. That one of mine. I think it's because it's like you think of Patsy. You're a Patsy. Yeah, I think that's a British thing, though. In America, Patsy is like a pretty regular name. Oh. <laughs> Whereas here, you're like, Patsy. <laughs> I don't trust you for reasons. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw the question at you. What do you think it got on Rotten Tomatoes? 29%. 27%. Thank you. I was um, like, do you know why I guessed that? It's because I looked at, you know, Google reviews. Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, I love it, five stars. And I'm like, who are you, Google reviewers? Like, I know it's not good. Russian and bots. That's Russian bots, that is. <laughs> Must be. 
they're liars <laughs> i was like someone's pushing it up higher than it should be basically uh, let me see. Uh, some quotes from critics. Hellstrom's strong visual effects can't save it from the fact that its characters simply aren't interesting enough to overcome their familiar setting. I'm so sorry. That was very kind of them. What strong visual effects? Apparently so. Apparently flames. Yeah, flames. Like, well, they lit some candles and spilled them on the floor. Is that a visual effect? Or it, was too, it was too dark <laughs> to see the visual effects. Um, Hellstrom seems to have been completed largely out of contractual obligation. Um, a generic, dull, supernatural drama with a few names that may sound familiar to dedicated comics fans. Uh, it doesn't resemble much resemble a superhero story. We were talking about the lack of connection to MCU. And yeah. aside from an occasional swear word and a bit of blood, it could be a mid-level CW supernatural drama about photogenic people going after standard issue demons. Standard issue demons. That explains it, it quite well, I think. Yeah, a CW drama that's so scathing of cw that, that i think that is riverdale is riverdale cw i think it is Ooh, my, no it's netflix or is it oh. cw and netflix together they do combo i'm gonna have to google it now maybe yeah but i like that that was good cutting uh uninspired middle ground it seems likely to end up as nothing more than a footnote in the history of the mcu that's cutting. It's so, and it's so true, because who would remember Hellstrom? Exactly, yeah. In another universe, the show's focus on shadowy magics and ugly family drama might make it one of Marvel's standouts, but here the series barely manages to make a strong argument in defence of its own existence. <laughs> oi, oi, oi. It's dark times for this poor show. Oh, apparently someone from TV Guide said it's the perfect TV cocktail for right now. Compelling mythology and morally complicated characters. A horror Ooh. binge that goes down easy. <laughs> oh, <they laughs> Russian bots. Russian bots. That's what it is. They read the room wrong. I know sometimes if you get hyped up for a show as a reviewer, you sometimes you sometimes feel like it is good, even when it's not. And you watch it again, you're like, oh my God, it was terrible. And I told everyone it was great. Just because I believed it was going to be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. it's that. Or maybe they just watch, when they review TV and Empire magazine, they only really watch the first couple of episodes. And it does say, it says like two episodes of eight watched or something like that on mm -hmm. there. And I'm like, how can you make, a, for a TV series, how can you make such a good judgment based on just two episodes? Because some TV series start off near and then suddenly take off like halfway through. And by the end, you're like, that was the best thing ever. It's so true. Like with BBC dramas, you normally get like mm, one to two, sometimes three episodes. So mm. like with Line of Duty, Call the Midwife, um, mm. I'm at Ridley Road, um, Dublin Murders, that sort of thing. You only get the first two because they don't want to spoil too much. And then you just get each episode ahead of like a couple of hours ahead of the next one. Oh, really? <laughs> um, so you're basically watching it in real time. <laughs> you just, yeah, just a few hours ahead. So you've got time to like write your article up. Yeah, no, I just... Well, we said hello to Hellstrom, and now we say goodbye to Hellstrom. Goodbye, burn in hell. Thank you, let's have fun. <laughs> they literally will. I do have some good news about what our next thing is, though. I've already watched it. I'm so freaking excited to talk about this with you. Beginning with W, and ending with N. It's WandaVision. Finally, I, when I... Because I watched this, that was, that was out last year, last January, was it out? Uh, January 2021, yeah. Yeah, I remember thinking when we started the podcast, or like when we were doing the podcast and I watched that, it's like, this is a very poor show. It's a very poor show. 
I feel like that would be a much more enthusiastic, excuse me, episode. <laughs> yeah, I can do you a quiz. You could do us a personality quiz. We could find out if we're wonder or vision or Agatha or something. It'd be fun. Mm, yes. Yes, we'll have to think about that. We must do something for it. Something exciting and cool. Mm, Agatha all along. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. No, that's I'm excited for that. This was um, a this was a speed bump on the way there. It was on to the motorway. The- Yay! I don't know what the allegory was. <laughs> You've been listening to an episode of The Marvel Version. If you'd like to join in the conversation, you can tweet us at The Marvel Version. We hope you enjoyed the show and that you'll tune into the next fact filled episode. <laughs>